there is a lot of different opinions and beliefs and even religion can cause an impact on how someone views this topic. So I feel like that's what makes it a difficult topic because with a lot of things, a lot of people have different opinions. Just as this student explained, this topic is not an easy one. Today, we are talking about climate change. Now, we are by no means experts in environmental health or practices. No, we are not. (laughs) But we were really curious to see how the education and opinions of students in Spain compared to those of students in the United States. We think this student in Arianda, Spain, defined it best. Climate change can be defined as a variation in the whole weather conditions of a region or the world. It has been happening since the Earth was created, since the Earth came to exist as a planet. It's been accelerated and made more intense by uh, industry, pollution, uh, deforestation, and human activity. We all have different topics that we are passionate about. I asked my students to rate the importance of climate change in their personal lives, and they gave me a range of responses from three all the way to 10. However, all of the students recognize that this is a topic that needs immediate attention to protect humanity's present and future. Yet they specified that some of their friends and family members don't share the same urgency of concern. If you consider that not knowing something makes you guilty, or you have that responsibility, but if you don't know what you have to do, you don't really are responsible for doing it wrong. And if you don't know uh, how is the problem and what uh, the importance of the problem, you maybe don't do nothing. They could not have said it better. How are you supposed to care or do something about an issue you are unaware of? Right. So recognizing the seriousness of education about environmental health, we asked about the educational experiences that influenced their current opinions and ideas. In the United States, So in school, I've learned the causes of climate change and the impacts of climate change, as well as the minor and crucial actions that should be taken in order to work against climate change. And at school, not every single class may talk about climate change. But even in classes not revolving around the global crisis, we learn a little information in science, whether it be through mathematical calculations, like trying to find the annual increase in temperature each year, or reading a published article about climate change in our English classes. And even in Spanish, we have went over many topics revolving around climate change and learning keywords that relate to that in a foreign language. Even in pre-K and elementary school, That was a topic that was brought up constantly, especially in our science classes. And I remember they would have the kids even try to go out and help with a garden or pick up trash. And I mean, that was a further step to take. And in Spain? We usually mention the topic in physics, chemistry and biology. We talk about pollution, the emission of chemicals to rivers, to the air, the atmosphere, and changes in biodiversity. But it's surprisingly low, I would say, the, the amount of time we use for climate change compared to what they use in social media, in TV programs, where it is talked about a lot more. We were talking about this topic in biology and we talk about how many years it took to some products to the integrating like the nature and stuff like I don't know, toothbrushes plastic in general i think in history mm-hmm. we had a unit uh, about pollution and and this topic 
in English classes, our book has lots of topics, and one topic was about food and diets, and we talked about vegetarianism, and it reduced the gases in the atmosphere. We visit different places uh, where they teach us many things about the environment and how to act in a good way to help uh, save it. We were taught to recycle, reuse things, bottles or mm, containers of yogurt. Now, if you ever travel to Spain, you will probably see colored waste containers everywhere you go. There are separate bins for plastic, paper, glass, organic materials, and other trash. As an American, where we only sometimes have the option between a trash bin and a recycling bin, this came to me as a big shock. So I asked the students about what other practices and everyday actions they habitually take to benefit the environment. I recycle a paper, glass, and plastic, and I reuse as many things as I can. I use reasonable amounts of water, electricity. I recycle, separating the three types of trash, but I do it because I've been taught to, not because I consciously try to do it. It's out of habit. We are outside eating something like in the park. We care about taking it and throwing it to a bin, not leaving trash in the table. We carry our own bags and instead of using plastic bags when we go to the supermarket. My mom has always been since I'm really, really young. Roberto, turn off the light when you go out of blah, blah. Are you in the, in the dining room? So why, why is the, the lamp on? I also come here walking every time I can. There isn't raining much and stuff. And I try to use, I don't know, devices instead of going by car. Try to reuse uh, bags from the supermarket or clothes. And then I'm not a big consumer. So I replace something when it is, only when it is broken. And I don't want to have the latest one, for example, in technology or things like that. And in my family, we also try to control the consume of energy. We try to reduce the use of water mm -hmm. or we try to reduce also the use of electricity. Mm -hmm. When we are not at home or, or when we are not in a room, we don't uh, switch on the light. A lot of these sound like things we learn and teach to our students in the US. Yes, I agree. Now, a couple students mentioned turning off lights and unplugging devices. We have learned that in Spain, taxes on electricity are so much higher than in the United States. Yeah, Lexi, do you remember how much our first month's electricity bill was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so being conscious of your electricity consumption saves a lot of energy and money. Exactly. Trust us. <laughs> it seems like between the U.S. and Spain, we're taught to care for the planet in very similar ways for its benefit and ours. Yeah, you're right. However, not similar to our experiences of growing up near major cities, these students in Spain live in very, very small villages. In the pueblo where I teach, Ariondas, there are only 4,000 residents. What about yours, Cristina? I teach in two different pueblos. One of them is called Moreira, and it has about 2,800 residents. The other, Cabana Quinta, only about 1,500 residents. Wow, that's the size of a high school in the United States. I know. <laughs> So with much smaller hometowns, I'm really interested to know what environmental problems the students face in comparison to the environmental problems that we often face in the U.S. Well, 
here in Asturias, they said. Some of the streets are very, very dirty. I've seen cans uh, and trash in one place for three weeks until they disappear. We have a river and in every part of the river you can see trash or basketball or football and many other things and it's pollution. The air in the cities, mm -hmm. it's different than in towns. There are also many industries that contribute to the atmosphere pollution all around the country and that's a very important problem. For all the world, changes in biodiversity and destruction of ecosystems is terrible. But for Spain specifically, which is a country that depends a lot on tourism, letting the sea levels rise would be terrible for the economy, for the people, the, the space we need to live in. And letting desertification happen is also terrible, which is happening in the south of Spain. And it would be a ruin for both agriculture, tourism and the main sources of income for Spain. And in the United States? The most serious environmental problems that, that face our country right now is pollution, you know, and using so much gas around the air. It's like, it's mostly kind of like affecting us, especially our bodies, because our bodies cannot contain that. They cannot resist that. There's definitely a couple that I could list. And for my country, I believe that water pollution and deforestation are some of the biggest environmental problems that we face. In my community, I noticed a concerning amount of land being destroyed and then used for industrialization or resources. And sides of mountains are being completely swept off and excavated in order to make apartments or large buildings. And what is worse is I'm not sure how long it will take before the area I live in suffers from the irreversible extent because it seems like every day more and more is taken off than what is given. The students easily listed out problems, but when I asked about potential solutions, I noticed a hesitation. This question was challenging for them. The students told me they typically only discuss environmental problems in their classes, so they hadn't spent much time thinking about ways to actually solve the issues. However, I think they came up with some pretty great ideas. One thing is true, uh, we cannot rely on fossil fuels. I think we should uh, turn more into a hybrid system between renewables and nuclear fuel because nuclear fuel has a really bad reputation but in fact is one of the cleanest energies. Another thing that we can do is reducing the use of plastic yes. and change it maybe in bags. We can use reusable bags. That I know we do because when we go to buy yes. we sometimes we always wear like a bag. Now here in Spain, you have to pay for a uh, plastic. They banned the the sort of plastic uh, cups and plates. I learned a, a new recently that said that Apple in California is trying to do zero percent of carbon emissions for the year twenty four. Right? And I think that's absolutely nice because they are caring about our, our environment because they it's also their environment. If we wanted to make large impacting solutions, we would make full switch to completely rely on renewable and clean energy. And that being said, we would stop excavating and using fossil fuels and stop contributing to carbon emissions. Then another step would be to stop deforestation and work on rebuilding the environment we have torn down. And despite making a solution, I do not think it could completely solve all of the problems we have created, but it would make 
pretty good impact. And other students moved us to action. They also emphasized the importance of acting now. I think that uh, the poli political leaders uh, have the responsibility to solve uh, these environmental problems by promoting uh, new laws to, to protect the environment. I think government should give the real side of the problem and uh, raise awareness among people. Yeah, and encourage us to, to help. Everybody is responsible because the problem affects everyone. As humans, we've got a great responsibility and we can do things to stop what's happening or at least reduce it. As a student, I definitely could put out my opinion and voice my opinion and spread the awareness of this and give people the correct information on how to better help with the environment, to better contribute positive effects towards the environment. All of us must do something if we want a real change. The government has a great responsibility, but if each person did a small and positive thing, it would be a, more or less a, a real change. If there was an overall solution, it would not be made by a few tiny choices. It's something that would like, take a worldwide unity to achieve. Wow, unity is a powerful solution. And honestly, it may be the only true solution. Every student that we've interviewed recognized this, that climate and the environment is a shared responsibility. We may see the impacts of environmental health differently based on where we are in the world, but we all benefit from positive action towards the Earth's health. I think that people uh, see the problem like a, like not a near future problem. Yeah. And they don't uh, do nothing now. Our students live thousands of miles away from one another, but we all live a shared human experience on the same planet who needs our care and who needs it now. Taking the extra few seconds a day to recycle, turn off the light, unplug a device, or bring a reusable bag can benefit not just you, but people all over the world. And while this episode contained the opinions based on the lived experiences of our students, we strongly encourage you to seek out information and research things that caught your interest. As the student said, we all have a part to play. We are all responsible. And with this, we can make our planet healthier for the generations to come. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our episode on climate change. This has been Los Puentes. The Bridges. Catch you in the next episode. Bye!